You're listening to the Miami Guides podcast. I think the more an artist creates work, it'll naturally develop without thinking, you know, of a style because you'll start repeating the same like images or same themes. And I think naturally by creating lots of work, you'll be able to get your, your distinct style. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Miami Guides podcast. Well, today we have an influential Miami artist on the show. We got the amazing artist Diana Contreras, a.k.a. Diddy. Well, Diddy has painted murals in the urban art scene, and her work can be seen all over Miami, including Wynwood, Little Havana, and also her artwork can be seen in galleries around the world including the street art gallery in Dubai. Well, in this interview, I had a chance to talk about how she got started and what was her first big breakthrough as an artist. Also, we talked about how she continues to find inspiration, especially during the pandemic, and how she developed her own unique style. Of course, we also talked about how it is to live in Miami and her favorite neighborhoods. Well, Didi has exciting plans coming up in the future, creating even more artwork and sharing it with the world. So stay tuned. Didi has an inspiring story coming up right now. Welcome back, everyone, to the Miami Guide podcast. Well, I'm really excited today about our guests. Uh, we got... The amazing Miami artist Diana Perez, aka uh, Didi. Thank you for being Hi. here. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, it's spring break here in Miami. It's hot. <laughs> so yeah. I'm getting ready to do a mural. Right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I've seen your your murals all over all over the city, especially Wynwoods. They're amazing. And yeah, I'm really uh, glad you're on the show. Uh, Thank so, you. So could you tell us something about yourself as an uh, artist and uh, how did you get started? Yeah, well, I have, uh, I grew up in Miami. I was born in Peru, but I grew up here and I've been doing art since I was little. Um, I, I, I've been in a lot of shows as a kid and that really gave me confidence to think that I have something. And as an adult, I I went to college for art. And when I was able to just do what I wanted to, I went back to kind of like the old like drawings of mermaids and things that I used to do when I was a kid. And uh, when winter would happen, I was able to do it in a large scale and murals and kind of like having the murals and everybody seeing them kind of took make, made my gave me like a career so that's kind of like with social media and the murals what allowed me to have that um people to to know to see my work to recognize my work and um give me this this artist life amazing oh. and how, how long is uh when did you get started so like in the very early beginnings of winwood so do you remember the days when yeah, when Woods was just yeah. starting out. How it oh was yeah, there. I mean when I first would go there, like 2009, 2000, you know, 2010, 11, I would 
um, I would go. I loved doing the art walks and checking out all the art and the murals. And it was always changing and they were incredible. I never thought that I could do a mural. You know, I never I never thought I would, I would be able to do something that large. But then um, a few years later, 2011, I got actually encouraged by Atomic was one of the people that encouraged me to put my art on a wall. And oh, cool. 2011, okay. when I got that, that chance to do one, I, I took that chance, even though I had no experience with it. And and that's where it every, I, everything just took off, you know, with social media. Then I started getting, I got gallery representation. I got more jobs, more projects. And it's just been able to work with, with so many cool people and collaborate with them and travel with the art. So it took off from there. Wow. <laughs> but it was a very slow start. Cool. Yes. And can you tell us something about uh, your art? Well, for the the listeners, what you know, what it looks like. Yeah. Um, well, I I like I've always drawn. Um, I've always loved faces. So sometimes it'll be just like a, a big face. Um, if it's a bigger wall, I can do more of like the body. I love um, things like mermaids and flowers and fashion. And my girls usually have like long, colorful hair and big eyes and big lips. And the, and all of it is just very vibrant and fluorescent and like Miami colors and like tropical colors. And also, you know, I'm Peruvian. So a lot of the Peruvian neon. So it's very colorful, really happy. I, I want it to be like light and fun and happy, especially public art. You know, I would love to just bring a smile to people's faces and, and it's not like anything um, very like, deep. Just yeah, funny. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, I really like uh, the colors in your artwork and it really fits uh, Miami, very vibrant. Where, where do you uh, continue to find inspiration to uh, create? Yeah, well, it's been really hard with the pandemic because I love, my inspiration comes from like traveling and, and those kind of experiences when you travel. But since we can't do that, and it's been kind of a like a, a really dark time in the world. Um, at at first, I it was very hard, and I was I felt kind of like a block. But now that things are opening up, and I think that I'm making the work that I'm making is even more happy, <laughs> even more like humorous and fun and whimsical because I just want to just have. Get, get people when they look at it to feel happy feel joy so i'm going like extra hard on like the funny and the colors and the exaggeration with my mm -hmm. new work i'm getting ready for a show in denver it's called juicy so it's going to be four artists from miami so um that's that's that was kind of like um what got me to paint and that that's what's been coming out it's very colorful i've been doing a lot of fruits and still lifes and can we just show you? Nice, great. Yeah, you're traveling all over the world. Uh, yeah, some of the cities uh, you've been, like you've been to Dubai, many other places as well. Um, yes, yes, my work, my work went to Dubai, and um, I mean, I love to travel, so I've gone everywhere from like India to Peru, and um, I really want. I mean, now because of the pandemic, I haven't very haven't traveled much in the U.S., but I want to. I I have work in New York. I have work in Denver, Iowa. Um, I've traveled there for my art. Um, before the pandemic, I was supposed to go to Japan, 
Wow. But um, <laughs> maybe in in <laughs> maybe soon. But um, yeah, yeah, I love to travel yeah. and show my work everywhere. So your your work is worldwide known. So when was your first uh, breakthrough for your as being uh, an artist? Yeah, well, my first breakthrough, I, I feel like I had a show in 2009 for my um, master's and I did um, portraits at the time. I, did, I thought it was like big. I did like 30 by 30, um, 30 by 30 inches of portraits of faces of my students because I'm also a teacher in Dade County. So I, I did the portraits of my students and I, I had a show in Little Havana and I sold a painting. So I think I felt so great when I saw the painting and I felt like that was a breakthrough. I felt like that was a sign that I should continue. <laughs> wow. So that was in 2009. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and uh, for, has life became, uh, be- become easier for uh, artists or harder in the, the recent years to break through? Oh, I definitely think it's easier with um, social media, people don't have to be in a gallery for it to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, people can just um, upload their work and people can see it and share it all over the world. So um, people are more direct with the, you know, the collectors and they don't have to go through somebody else. And now with um, NFTs, I don't know much about it, but now people are having even more control of their artwork and um the sales from the artwork so i think definitely now it's easier before you had to just be you had to rely on a gallery to to promote you and to sell your work and and um now you can do now it's it's, the artist can have more control so i definitely think it's easier i see a lot more artists i can see a lot more on on instagram and street art than than before right before you had to go to a gallery or museum you know or a book yeah 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 and definitely i think uh technology has helped artists to yeah uh, get their work uh, spread out and seen all over the world that uh, definitely helps and yeah also uh, with these uh, latest technologies like ntf is yes future seems uh, bright for artists to uh, yeah yeah definitely um what advice do you have for uh, yeah beginning artists that uh, want to start out that want to start as an artist professionally? Yes, um, I think the the most important thing is to to make art, to make a lot of art, to make good art, to keep um, perfecting your art. You know, whether it's um, taking extra classes or you know, always dedicate time to your art. To, try to evolve that's very important um i also think networking is is important going to shows um supporting your local artists local art community is great um right and and social media networking social media and make great art (laughs) Hmm. does the the art also has to be unique because i yeah with your arts i think you have definitely like a unique style immediately i recognize that yeah that is your work. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, for a long time I I was frustrated because I thought I didn't have a style and because I I can do so many different kinds of art because you know went to school and everything. But um, I think the more an artist creates work, it'll naturally develop 
without thinking, you know, of a style because you'll start repeating the same like images or same themes. And I think naturally by creating lots of work, you'll be able to get your, your distinct style. And I think everybody has that, you know, everybody has different way of writing and um, everyone's unique. So it'll eventually come out. Hmm. Okay. How, how long did it take for you to uh, develop this style? Oh my gosh, forever. <laughs> it took, uh, I took a, a life, lifetime, oh. my whole life. I've been working on it until finally I started with, you know, having so, like so much work. I started seeing the connections, you know, started seeing like, oh, I repeat these same colors or I do this thing the same. And, and organically, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm open. If my style changes, I'm happy about it. You know, I'm, I'm not worried so much about it anymore. I just try to just, be me and be happy and enjoy what I'm doing, you know, and not yeah. worry so much about that. And I guess it's constantly evolving as well. Or yes, you, yeah. cool. yes, I want, I want, I want it to constantly evolve and constantly, mm. you know, try not be afraid. Experiment, you know, like when you're first beginning, you you experiment so much, and then I think people get some artists get stuck in a style, and I've I would I get bored, you know, right. Yeah, definitely. So I'll I think have to change it up. <laughs> experiment as well. Yeah. Uh, what what artwork uh, are you most proud of, and and why? The artwork I am most proud of is the the portraits I did of my students because um, I did them because I was an art teacher and. The, whenever my students, it was mostly African-American students, they would do portraits or like princesses or any anything that involved people. They never wanted to color them uh, brown or, or black or any dark color. They always wanted them to be, you know, light-skinned mm -hmm. and have long hair. And okay. after, you know, time, I... Hold on, got it. After some time, I, I, you know, I would ask them like, why, why do you, why don't you, you know, pick this color? This looks more like your skin. And they would say, you know, that is ugly. They would, they yeah, didn't yeah. like that. So I wanted to create a series that I would paint them. So they were my models. I took mm -hmm. photos of like twelve of my students, all different ages, and. And skin skin types and hair hairstyles and I painted them really large and displayed in my gallery and I just wanted them to see themselves as beautiful and there wasn't many images that I could find you know for example like how art uh, other artists portrayed portrayed um African American portraits mm -hmm. so I just at the time I I just I my my purpose for it or my the meaning behind it, I think, was was really great. And like now with Black Lives Matter and everything's happening happening now, that was 2009. I just feel like that is like very like important work that I did, and I didn't realize it at the time. I just wanted my students to feel beautiful, but now I think it's it's even more important. Yeah, looking back at what I did. Definitely, definitely. Oh, great! It's amazing. And, uh, and and what uh, what are your your future plans for, for uh, as being an artist? What are you planning? 
Yes, I plan to do some more di some digital work. I've been through the pandemic. I started doing digital artwork um, for an app, and okay. now I'm doing some digital artwork. Getting gonna get it animated, and so just experiment with that. I think will be fun and new. Cool. So yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, well. Uh, would like to see that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah you are from uh, miami uh grown up in miami uh wh what is your uh, favorite thing uh to do in miami my favorite thing to do in miami i think is probably go to the beach <laughs> it's like you're on vacation you know people come here to vacation but we live here so just being going to the beach and enjoying enjoying the beach is, is the greatest like we can go anytime and you know all, all like all year round we can just go to the beach and relax and feel like it's a vacation <laughs> yeah we we are yeah, lucky of course to live in <laughs> close to the beach and we and there are so many beaches around do you have any uh, particular beach that you enjoy going to well i used to go to south beach and now i think i'm more north beach <laughs> okay cool yeah it's, uh, and do you have any uh, you know, favorite neighborhoods uh, that you like to uh, hang out or favorite restaurants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I love Little Havana. I've been, I have my art studio there. I've had it for, I think, like seven years or eight years okay, cool. now. And so like all, like there's a lot of local local shops and restaurants my favorite restaurant is dulce provisions and um there's like art gallery so i love that it's just very like local and everybody knows each other all the family owners are like family we have an annual like party with everybody all the all the business owners and people that, that work and live there so it mm. just feels like family there and i really love that and i haven't found that in, in any other neighborhood yeah, I think also yeah. Little Havana has really uh, evolved uh, in the last couple of years. There's so many nice places to 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 go there now. Uh, yeah. So, so what should people when they go to Little Havana? Where where should they go? What should they order? Oh, um, well, if you go to uh, Dulce, which is my favorite one, there's they have like a lot of awards <laughs> for. Um, for like the best Cuban sandwich. And so that place is everything that the menu is really good. So I love that place. But I think if you go to Miami, you definitely need to have some some Cuban food, some croquetas, some oh Cuban coffee. Um and I love like the baby churrasco. <laughs> okay. And this is your gallery, I guess. In your, oh my in gallery. Is it open for well, public or is it? Uh... No, my studio, I guess it's by appointment. Okay. So if you okay. guys can contact me, then you guys can come. I'm on my way after this. I'm going there to, to work. As I'm starting a mural there um, in front of my gallery. <laughs> oh, cool. cool. Uh, so uh, where, where, can see, where can people see uh, more of your work? What's the best, best place to go to? Instagram is the best place because I I'm I update it all the time. Mm -hmm. So my okay. Instagram is the the at DD Rock, 
Right. I also, I'm going to have a show at Win317 in August. I'm going to have a solo show there. You can see it in person. I also have artwork at Dulce Provisions in Little Havana in person there. Okay, nice. Well, I will definitely uh, you know, recommend people going there. And uh, can you share, uh, where can people follow you? Your your Instagram, is yeah. websites? My Instagram, yeah, my Instagram is at ddrock, D-I-D-I-R-O-K. And my my website is my name, Diana Contreras, my maiden team.com. All right. Okay. We will definitely share that in the show notes. And do you have any last uh, call to actions or message uh, for our listeners? Message? Oh, no. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> um, okay. I guess uh, just whatever you love to do, just don't give up. All right. That's a great message. And I think, uh, yeah, great inspiration for what you're doing. I think you're you're doing amazing. And I'm looking forward to see more of your artwork. Well, thank you so much, thank Diana. You, and uh, Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Miami Guide podcast as much as we enjoyed creating it. Well, you can find more information about our guest in the show notes. And if you haven't subscribed to our show yet, please take out your phone right now and subscribe to the Miami Guide podcast so that you don't have to miss another show. All of our episodes are also on our website, themiamiguide.com. And I would love to hear your feedback about the episodes. I appreciate if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. Well, we have more episodes coming up. We're brewing with ideas, stories and content we can't wait to share with you. Well, once again, my name is Mike and I'm here to inspire you with amazing stories, capturing the vibes of Miami and help you discover the magic of this city. You can follow us online everywhere as The Miami Guide on Instagram, Facebook and our website themiamiguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode.